wanted to talk to you guys today about divorce. I know it's such a touchy subject. It is difficult to talk about. And I find I haven't spoken much about my divorce because of many reasons. And honestly, um, I will never, ever say anything negative about my um, child's children's father. Uh, I just won't. That's just not in my character. It's not who I am. Um, And honestly, it's just not where I want to put my time and energy. But I know a lot of people and I get a lot of questions from women who are either going through a divorce or who think they may be heading towards going through a divorce. And it's very difficult to give advice on this because every situation is different and every divorce is different, just like every marriage is different. Um, But I wanted to touch on a few things today and just kind of tell you my particular thoughts on it and what I noticed and how I kind of coped with things. And, um, you know, hopefully you can kind of take something from that. So I, if you're new or you don't know my full story, um, I met my ex-husband when I was 18. We met in college and we were married by 24 and um, had our first son at 25, had our second son at 27, and then divorced at 30. And honestly, my entire 20s and late teens <laughs> were spent with this man. We were together for 12 years altogether. And when I met him at the age of 18, you know what? You think you know who you are at the age of 18, at the age of 20, at the age of 25, 27. 30. <laughs> you think you know who you are. And I <clears throat> had fallen in love with this guy that, you know, was very, um, very, what's the word I'm looking for? He had, a, he has a very strong personality. Um, he was very domineering. He was very, um, assertive, uh, and, I, and, you know, as a, as a young woman at that point, that's kind of what I thought that I wanted. And we're so young. I was so young <laughs> that it, it makes me giggle a little bit because, you know, in your 20s, you can't. It's like my parents could have told me, hey, you're not going to be the same person that you are now in five years. And I could have been like, whatever. I'm going to be the exact same person as who I am, this is me, take it or leave it kind of thing, right? And how naive of me to think that I wouldn't change. How naive of me to think that I was going to stay the same person from the age of 18 until death do us part did not happen like that at all. Um, You know, the first several years we were together, we were very much the same. We did party a lot. We did go out on the weekends. It was like we worked all week for the weekends. We would drink heavily on the weekends. And then, you know, the week came and we would get back to work. And then we would drink heavily. It was like every single weekend. It was a, I mean, it was a cycle that we went through. And then I got pregnant on purpose. We, (laughs) we tried for both of our sons And, um, which was fine, you know, and and it never got to a point to where I had developed any type of like 
dependency on alcohol or anything like that. That that wasn't the case for me. But when I became a mother, I started noticing a shift. I started noticing a shift in the things that I was interested in. I started noticing a shift in the things that I wanted to do spending my time. My dog's about to bark. She sees another dog. (laughs) There she goes. Maisie, it's okay. Um, But I started noticing, I started noticing all of these things that were changing about me. And Maisie. And um, it was very difficult for me to kind of try and balance what my then husband at the time wanted to do with what I wanted to do. And I started noticing that the things that I was doing and my lifestyle, stop, my lifestyle at that point was shifting and changing. And it was turning me into this person that I was no longer comfortable being. So I kind of battled with that internally and finally decided this is when I was gaining all of my weight as well because obviously if you're drinking every weekend and you're eating heavily on the weekends, you're going to gain weight. And in the time frame from the time that I met my ex-husband to the time that we got married, I had put on 50 pounds in that span, which is like 50 pounds in six years. And I didn't want to be that person anymore. I was not that person. And I wanted to cut back on the drinking and I wanted to start living a healthier lifestyle and I wanted to you know change and he was so adamant about staying the exact same and he made me feel and the things that he would say made it feel like it was I was in the wrong for wanting to change I'm not talking negatively about my ex-husband this is just the reality of what we went through and um, it got to a point where I had to like battle between the two with, okay, this is the way that I want my life to be. These are the aspirations that I have. These are the dreams and the wants and the desires I have for, for myself and the boys. And he didn't want to be a part of that for a very long time. So for me, when we got divorced, it was very much a, um, It was a mindset change for me. It was a total flip. I had to completely change who I was and I did it organically. It just kind of, it just kind of happened. You know, I, I turned into this person that I was aspiring to be. I stopped drinking as much. I stopped partying. I started focusing more on putting good things in my body to get good things out You know, whenever, uh, whenever I was married the first time I constantly filled my body and my mind with poison, I mean, fast food and alcohol. And then mentally as well, I would read PerezHilton.com every single day. That is celebrity gossip. I cannot tell you, I could have told you that back then exactly everything that was happening with celebrities because I was so immersed in their world and what was going on with their lives and didn't focus on my own. I cannot tell you the last time I paid attention to or knew anything about celebrity gossip. It has been years upon years that I have paid attention to any of that. I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't watch Access Hollywood. I don't I don't care. I am too busy 
watering my own grass to worry if somebody else's is growing. I had to completely shift everything. And what I noticed was it started affecting me in ways that I never knew that I needed work. I stopped cussing as much, which you know what, if you're a, if you're a sailor, good for you. At one point, I would have dropped the F-bomb a hundred times over and be like, this is me. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I don't do that so much anymore, at least not publicly, because I just, I've grown. I have grown and changed into the person that I want to be, and I'm continually doing that. So when I got divorced, I actually read this book called The Optimist's Guide to Divorce. And what it is, is it's a bunch of different stories put together in a book form. And it gives shows you like different ways to look at it. It's showing you the optimist way to deal with said problems. And it really helped me. I hear so many women who message me, email me and say, I can't, I'm so angry. I can't get over what he did or I can't get over this or that or whatever. You are forever going to be holding hatred in your heart if you cannot let things go. It is if you're going through a divorce or if you've been through a divorce, you know it is no longer about you two together. If you have kids together with that person, it is now about those kids and that is it. Your problems aside, they don't matter anymore. They stopped mattering when you guys got divorced. Your problems with him don't matter. Your problems with your children matter. But you and him having a relationship, your problems don't matter anymore. They're erroneous. It's, it's pointless to argue and fight over relationship problems with your ex. And it really, that book really kind of hit that nail, like nail in the coffin for me. You know, it was like, okay, I I gotta, I'm not angry. I gotta get over the bitterness. I gotta get over the fact that this is what happened and these things transpired and now it's done, man. It's over. It is now about our two boys that we have together and how we can raise them to be the best young men that we can. If I could give anybody going through a divorce a piece of advice, it is to let it go. Harboring anger and hatred in your heart will spill over into other aspects of your life. It's just like when I was poisoning my mind and poisoning my body. By putting bad things in, I was getting bad things out. Have you ever noticed that the people that constantly talk about the bad things in their lives seem to have a lot of stuff that keeps happening, bad things in their lives? They're talking it, they're speaking out all of this negativity, and it's attracting more. Put an end to it. Stop it right there. Stop the negative feelings. Stop the hatred towards your ex. Stop alienating your kids because you're mad at your ex. It is no longer about your feelings. It is about those children, if you have them together, 
or moving forward and becoming better. And I know I continually change. That's the nature of the beast. That is what we're supposed to do as humans. We're supposed to grow. We're supposed to evolve. We're supposed to continually strive to be better. And if you are in a relationship that is hindering your personal growth, you really need to take a look at some things. That's not to say that you need to say, you know what, I am going, I am sick of this. I am going to start living a healthy lifestyle and I'm going to stop drinking and we're going to stop going out and we're going to do all of these things and I'm going to change. That's not to say that you need to have your spouse, your spouse needs to be 100% on board or I'm saying you need to divorce them. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying at all. A lot of people, men especially, are very resistant to change immediately. But if you've tried, if you've exhausted all options to be happy and your current relationship is putting a hindrance or a ceiling on the person that you are trying to become to better yourself, then you need to take a deeper look at that relationship. I'm not here to tell you to get divorced. I'm not here to tell you you have to do things this way. I'm telling you what I've done and I'm sharing my insight with you. And hopefully you can take some small piece of that. Maybe you're angry. Maybe your husband cheated several times and you feel broken and you feel like you're not good enough and you feel like he's hiding things and you feel like he's being secretive and you have the urge to want to go through his phone every time he gets in the shower that is a problem my friend A healthy relationship does not feel like that. A healthy relationship feels like I know you're on your phone when I'm not around and I 100% trust you. That is you not checking to see if he is where he says he is. I've been there. I know. I know how that feels. I know exactly the feelings that I have described. If you are going through those, it is not healthy. I'm no one to give relationship advice. I'll tell you that much. I've been through divorce. (laughs) But I can tell you this. The person that I was when I married my first husband... In 2008, a 24-year-old who thought she knew everything, who thought she was never going to change, does not compare to the person that I am today. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to change and evolve and want to be better and want to be a better version of yourself. As a married couple, you're supposed to do those things together. You're supposed to change together. In the short years, well, I say short, 
what have we been? We've been together for four years. My husband and I, um, recently married, married for six months. But in those four years, we have already changed so much together. Already. We have already grown so much in those four years together that it makes me hopeful for the next four years and the next four years and the next four years because I know he's open to change because I know he will never put a ceiling on my personal growth and he continually pushes me to want to be a better me. That's what a spouse should do. They should make you want to be a better person than you are today. They should make you want to be a better parent, a better wife, a better husband, a better business owner, a better employee. That's what a spouse is supposed to do. And if your spouse is not doing those things and they are making you a worse you, you need to do some some self-digging. I'm not qualified to give you relationship advice. <laughs> These are just my thoughts and opinions on it. Divorce is not fun. Nobody wants to go through divorce. I didn't get married in 2008 to get divorced in 2014. That wasn't in the game plan. And when I did get divorced, I completely started my life over. I hear from so many women that are scared because their husband provides. Their husband is the breadwinner. Their husband makes all the money and maybe they stay at home and they have two or three kids and they're not happy or, you know, things aren't great in their relationship, but they feel stuck because what are they going to do? They have belittled themselves so much into this tiny little box to think that they can't do anything or provide for their children alone. And that's scary. I know. Trust me. When I got divorced, I also got laid off. (laughs) Tell me, tell me a little bit about being scared. I know. I had to move in with my parents, the boys and I. And I knew I had a blog. I knew I had this social media thing that I was doing. And I knew there was a way to monetize it. I also knew that I had a vehicle via Advocare that could provide if I just worked at it. So I did. I applied right after I got divorced. I applied for a home loan because I was so naive. If there is anybody that was dependent on their spouse. It was me on my first husband. I was so dependent on him financially um, for everything. He took care of everything. And I got denied for a home loan um, because, A, I was bringing in no income. I mean, any bank would have been stupid to give me a home loan. And I had no credit history. (laughs) At 30, (laughs) I was... Like, great, I have to start completely over. Um, 
If you have followed or know anything about our story, we actually bought a home together in November. My husband now and I bought a home together in November of 2017, and I completely financed that home um, by myself with my husband. And that was a big, huge deal for me because I worked my butt off for four years, five years, whatever it was. Anyway, so I know about being scared. I know about feeling like you're not going to be able to make it because it's not just you anymore. It's you and those kids. And you don't only have to financially support yourself. You have to finally financially support yourself and those kids. It's stressful. It's scary. But if you're not happy, you're not doing them any favors. Your kids need to see their parents happy. Your kids need to see their parents being their best self. Maybe they can't be their best selves together. Maybe you're a better person apart from your spouse. People change. It's not the end of the world, though it does feel like it. Trust me, I know. But you can do that. If you are in that situation and you are scared to death, do it scared. I didn't want to live the rest of my life knowing I could have achieved and could have been a better version of myself, but I was too scared to do it. So I did it scared and it was terrifying. And I lived with my parents for eight months. And they were great. There was nothing nothing wrong with that. But I had to rebuild my entire life. And that's hard to go from living with someone and building a life with someone to now building a life without that someone but with your children. I decorated my entire first house exactly how I wanted it. I didn't have to ask for permission to buy any piece of furniture. I didn't have to ask anybody if they liked the paint colors that I chose. I loved that little rent house. I furnished it 100% on my own. I decorated it 100% on my own. And I built a new life with my kids there on my own. And it was one of the things that I was most proud of. It's very hard to think of your life without whoever you're currently with. But if you're not happy where you are, you have the power to change that. You don't have to stay in a position where you're unhappy, unfulfilled, or beaten down in any way, shape, or form. You have the power to change your life circumstances, and you have the ultimate power over your own happiness. I had to stop playing the victim. I had to stop thinking, oh, poor me. Poor me, I have to start over. Poor me. 
I am all about living a positive life. And my life has become exponentially more positive in the last four years with the addition of my husband and my mindset change to reflect the decisions that I made and to 100% put good energy out so I can get good energy back. I highly recommend checking the book Optimist Guides for Divorce. I think it's a great book. Um, And if I could give you one piece of advice, if you are going through a divorce, it is to let it go.